The Dice Girls may not know what we're doing, but we're sure having a lot of fun doing it. Do my bagpipes have, like, attack damage? <laughs> if I take out my bow, <laughs> could I miss and hit Trigus? If you roll bad enough. <laughs> have we been able to see the whole time? <laughs> you have dark vision! Surprise! <laughs> what ho, ugly creature? Don't, don't mind him. Everyone's dying around me, but I can't hit anything! Are you guys gonna be okay? Honestly, I think the answer to that is always no. <laughs> Who are you? We're just some riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything particularly special. <laughs> we are the Dice Girls. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I rolled a four. We're going to die. To merely role players, a podcast where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt. Uh, I am your compare for this season, uh, and let's introduce our cast. Uh, returning, hello Ellie. Oh, hello. Uh, reminders of uh, things that you have done in merely role players past. Oh, good. I thought you were going to bring up some kind of personal story. <laughs> um, I have been in the famous five star adventure, where. Chris and Dave just did weird stuff <laughs> and coined the phrase that's a new smell <laughs> um, I have been in the Wild West where I I think I might have been in an angry mood that day because there was a lot of killing um, but then again you know Stra- accidentally stove deck a man's head in so it could have been worse <laughs> uh, and you you bring uh, a pet to the table often also as well yes she's often on the table very annoying um, Tilly the cat makes regular appearances um, so don't know whether she'll appear today but she's poised waiting in the wings Yep. All right. Uh, you've mentioned uh, Strat stoving a man's head in in the Wild West, and Strat is back for this season. We'll see if anything like that happens again. Hello, oh, Strat. Hello, and I I totally intend to. I think it'll be very <laughs> genre appropriate. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to what the genre <laughs> is in a moment, and we'll see. <laughs> uh, reminders of some other stuff that you've done on Millie Role Players? Uh, more recently, I've been in space as a strange wobbly alien, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> I have done, it's quite a few, but I can't forget. Oh, the first one, our um, ghost story at the Adrian. Yeah. Probably the last time we were, I was actually a theatre company in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> like a proper theatre company in one of these. Right. After that, it's been kind of different things. And then, oh yes, uh, yeah, a, a, a very super sneaky spy in Codename Mosaic. Oh yeah. He was yeah. so sneaky. So sneaky and fell off a building. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got a couple of uh, new voices. Uh, so, Ellen, uh, can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, I'm Ellen. Uh, hi. Nice hi. to have you around the table. Um, what you uh, sort of have got involved through through Ellie. Uh, can you sort of tell us generally kind of how you're connected to us lot and to Blackshaw Theatre, if you are at all? Yeah, sure. Um, so I went to university with a, a large percentage of the members of Blackshaw. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, we did some comedy club stuff while we were there. And uh, yeah. Brilliant to have you on board. Thank you. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, hello, Natalie Winter. Hello. 
Now, this is a slightly weird one because this is going to be the first time that listeners have heard your voice, but it's not yes. the first recording that you've done with us. Shh, spoilers. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. You've never met me before. <laughs> recording dates are weird. <laughs> uh, so um, let's let's not do the sneak preview of, of what you've done no. on Melee Roleplayers before. Mystery. but. But um, tell us a little bit about about you and about your theatre connections and connections to the company, if any. Sure. I am an actor and voiceover artist. I know Ellie and Strat because I was the March Hare in their production of Alice in Wonderland that Strat wrote and Ellie directed. Um, And just kind of been keeping in touch with Blackshaw since, done a couple of their new writing nights. And yeah, that's me. Uh, This is our cast. Welcome, everybody. So, for this season, we are... Delving into the genre of the talent contest. Yeah, <laughs> we've got so many talents. <laughs> so uh, the 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 setup is going to be that uh, the the four of you are a small theatre company, and uh, you are going to be taking part in a national knockout uh, talent tournament uh, in order to win a big prize. Uh, for something that you care about. Uh, My uh, touchstones for this genre are the Muppets, (laughs) who are always having to do a big telethon to raise enough money to save their theatre or their studios or whatever it is, Uh, and Pitch Perfect, the trilogy of movies, uh, where they don't really have a thing they have to save in those movies. They're just sort of doing it because they want... Yes, their pride. (laughs) Yes, that is the one. (laughs) Uh, does anybody else have like stuff in this genre that they kind of enjoy? I have something I fiercely don't enjoy in this genre. Okay. Oh, oh yes, you stuff, do. Stuff to <laughs> dancing dogs. Oh god. <laughs> dancing dogs in talent contests. Oh man, he gets so angry about this. <laughs> what is it about the dancing dogs that that makes you in, so enraged? <laughs> They're just doing it for the food. <laughs> There's no art. Aren't we all? <laughs> it's the artistic thing you have a problem with, not the ethical thing of forcing animals to do stuff. Well, I, I, I hope I'm, opt- I'm optimistic that the the people, at least on the like Pudsey and all those, like they seem to enjoy it mostly. Mm. I, I, you know, they run around a bit, but it's just they're just running around. <laughs> I think it's just a person running around and a dog following them, and it's impressive. But then you have. Like people up there doing really, really cool stuff, and then they got beaten by a dog. <laughs> it's a very lovely dog, and I have nothing against a dog, and I love dogs, and I want a dog. But when I get a dog, I'll let it be a dog, and I won't make it run around after me on two legs. This is the level of passion that I'm hoping for for this story. <laughs> the previous rants from Strat have also included the line, it's not dancing. <laughs> yes, it is not dancing. Because you're right, it's it's like trained like assault course type things, but with music, right? Yeah. That's that's what it is. Coordinated yeah. wobbling. Yeah. Well, I think it is impressive. Keep but... it in crafts where it belongs. <laughs> Keep it in crafts, that's Strat's campaign line. Hashtag. <laughs> yes. Hashtag keep it in crafts. <laughs> Bovril and dogs. That's that's what has come from these series. I, I watch very little in terms of talent show, reality TV type stuff like X Factor, that kind of thing. But the reality TV contests that I know are, are kind of very opposite ends of the spectrum. I, I like uh, Bake Off and I like Drag Race. Yes. Um, so mm. I kind of... Yeah. The elements of those that might play into this, I, I'm up, I'm up for, but I, I don't really buy into the whole X Factor thing too much. 
I think okay. it will be quite triggering for people if you drop your bake. So please don't drop your okay. bake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not don't do it. Bottom. Yeah, no James A. Caster on this show. Oh, yeah. oh, my, oh god. my god, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, if you roll too low, maybe bin gate. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Bake for Alaska. <laughs> um, so I, I like all of the things that have been aforementioned. I don't get quite as angry as Strat does about those other things, but <laughs> I understand where he's coming from. But I also indulge in in the, the, the bad trash trash end. Hey, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. There's no judgment. I here. carefully didn't use that phrase, but it is a bad trash end. You can't, <laughs> you can't argue the point on that one. Uh, I do enjoy watching X Factor and Britain's Got Talent. But I watch them in an efficient way. Like, I record them and then I fast-forward through the adverts and the boring judge commentary bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really just there for the performance, the initial judge comments, um, and, and sometimes indulge in a sob story or two. But um, it, it's, really a, it's really a vehicle for cathartic crying. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, if, if today's story goes in that direction... We are all going to enthusiastically join you in the bin with the track. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> Get in here with me, guys. The water's fine. <laughs> so, yes, oh, I love the trash. I love the yes. trash. But I, I do also watch stuff like uh, Pottery Throwdown when that was still a thing. That was great. Ooh, and I loved, I can't remember his name, but when the judge cries because things are beautiful. <laughs> yes. It's, oh, God, I love it when people cry. Um, and I do have like a, a secret love for like a really forced sob story. Like when someone's like, I've just had a really high uh, tax rebate <laughs> and I want to spend it on getting my mum a pug. <laughs> I just, I love it. I love it when people find any possible reason to try and like pluck on your heartstrings. It's my favourite thing. Can you imagine the conversations the producers have with them beforehand? Like, so something bad happened? And they're like, uh, to you? I stubbed my toe. <laughs> really hurts. Have you got a grandmother we can talk about? <laughs> Oh, you heard, have you got a grandmother we can kill or something? Oh. Are you the producer trying? <laughs> I mean, maybe we can weave that into our story today. <laughs> did any of you see the X Factor musical? No, what? and I don't think many people did, which is no. why it yeah. stopped. Did it even get past previews? I... I don't know, but I had a friend of a friend who was in it, so I did go to see it. And actually, it was pretty good. Um, there was There was some lame comedy in it, but there were some really great moments. But the main character's sub story was that her her granddad was in an actual iron lung in the <laughs> in in the, like he in had an iron lung pun- yeah yeah that's how they work why thought they attach them to you have to be no wow yeah in, in in their like tiny flat that was underneath a railway arch kind of yeah <laughs> okay so that's the kind of levels I'm expecting <laughs> if I had not seen that I'd have been really weirded out because I would have thought it was some sort of surreal he has to be in an iron lung like I would have taken that as some sort of surrealist comedy <laughs> like it's so bad we have to put him in the machine because I didn't know that's how it worked <laughs> I would have been so confused <laughs> extreme and I, and I, don't, I didn't know that, that was a current day treatment I thought it was just off of the past it's, yeah it is <laughs> it is but it was um, it, the, the idea was that they were so poor that they they had even... to have a treatment from the 1940s <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow is that what the NHS do yeah, you, can't, you can't afford the top up <laughs> costs you have to yeah. I'm sorry but we're going to have to give you a 60 year old treatment <laughs> <laughs> it's in the bargain bin so yeah. you can afford this one <laughs> take this bag of leeches home with you it'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, have Marvolo's tincture. <laughs> yes, guaranteed cure all. 
bit of trepanning and you're yes. good as gold. A little bit of bloodletting and we'll get these billows and blow hot smoke up your ass and then we'll be done. I'll tell you what, our GCSE uh, history medicine um, that I'm assuming most of us did. No, was I did curriculum. Oh, was it just me? Because that was all GCSE uh, history oh. of medicine. Oh, well, I didn't need you to do You guys would have aced it. Yeah. <laughs> to, to anyone's knowledge, has there ever been like an an actual like X Factor but for theatre because there's been like the choir ones um, yeah there's and, been yeah, Any have... Dream Will Do and all that sort okay. of stuff oh, of course yeah for God. musical yes. theatre all of the Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah but there's all kind of to find like a star yeah right as mm. opposed to a like yeah. companies yeah. competing yeah yeah okay but it really it was a singing yeah it seems to really work more on the kind of musical side of things yeah. like there have been a couple of um, theatre acts on Britain's Got Talent before and it does not work no. the format at all no. right so there's like, yeah, yeah dance competitions are probably mm. the closest thing you'll yeah. get when it's if it's a group right well BBC uh, if you're listening this format is for sale <laughs> contact us uh, at merely roleplay on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> shall we fill in our character sheets yes, yes. Let's. they're really simple this time yeah. uh, you don't even have stats uh, so uh, names go at the top because this is merely role players. We play versions of ourselves. So the name at the top is your name, however you would like to be known. Uh, so there is a uh, there is a section on your sheet that says motivation, mm. uh, and there are four possible motivations under there. Um, the way this is going to work in this game is as per usual. Uh, when you want to try and do something in the story. Uh, and the outcome is in doubt, either it's something that runs a risk of an interesting failure or somebody is actively trying to stop you do the, doing the thing, mm. you will roll two six-sided dice and you will add some things, which I will explain in a moment. Uh, and if you get 10 or above, you succeed and you get to tell us how you succeed. If you get a seven to nine, uh, you still get what you want, but I will introduce some sort of complication or catch. And if you get a six or below, you will uh, something will go wrong and you will fail. Motivation is uh, basically how it works. Is um, your motivation can either be artistry, company, victory, or joy. And I'll explain <laughs> a bit more about exactly what those mean in a second. But basically, if you are if the thing that you're trying to do that you're rolling dice to try and achieve is in line with your mo- current motivation, then you get plus one. If it's not, you get minus one. So artistry means that you're motivated by wanting to make like the best art possible. You want the performance to be the best it can possibly be. Company means that you're motivated by spending time with friends and uh, wanting to like wanting everybody to get on. Uh, victory means that you're motivated by wanting to win the competition. <laughs> and joy means you're motivated just by the pure joy and love of performance and art and that kind of thing. These can change during the game, so your motivation can shift, Mm -hmm. Uh, but at the beginning of the game, you all need to have a different one. So let's just have a discussion about, normally we do the thing where, like for each person, the rest of the group picks their stats, but because there isn't really stats in this one, it's just you all have to decide which one of them you're going to take at the start. Uh, Is anybody particularly drawn to one? Does anybody feel like one particularly applies to somebody else? I'm particularly drawn to victory. <laughs> Are you? I wouldn't have guessed that. Because <laughs> what's the point of doing things if you can't win them? <laughs> wow. Well, not for... I thought you were more a person about integrity. <laughs> it's a competition or a game that could be winning. Then you play it to win. <laughs> Stratty wants to win. 
fun to take part, but it's more fun if you've taken part and then win. Yeah, no, I think that's that is a good point. But if anyone else would like victory, I'm not. I can. I can. It's all about playing versions of ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. this time I'm just doing it for the joy. <laughs> but really, I want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> think you've made your position very clear. <laughs> I uh, don't know. I like the idea of being that I just want everyone to have fun and have a good time and get along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's my default position in life, but it doesn't sound very fun to play. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I say, this is only your starting motivation. Yeah, and so it, it, will can cha- it can change. It can potentially change. Mm-hmm. I feel like director Ellie would be artistry. You really care about the art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't want discipline. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm at the opposite end of the scale from like wanky artistry, but I'm always very hard on that. It will be good. Mm-hmm. It will not be shit. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would be happy to go with artistry as being my. Okay, Ellen and Nat, are you? Well, were you going for joy, Nat? Well, I, I I was thinking more company, company than... friends. Yeah. Maybe I should just be like, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Which is kind of how I feel right now. I'm just like, oh, this is great. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. I came with nothing. <laughs> I'm a lovely day. Literally. That's very accurate to my current state of being. So I'll go for joy. Okay. Lovely. Fabulous. Okay. All right. So Strat begins the game uh, motivated by victory. Come on. <laughs> Ellen begins motivated by joy. Woo-hoo. Uh, Ellie begins motivated by artistry mm. <laughs> uh, and Nat begins motivated by company everyone okay with those that was a good time for those choices <laughs> yes I got what I wanted I won <laughs> so the other areas of the sheet we're not actually going to touch right now uh, but I will just explain what they are so there's a, a series of tick boxes at the bottom labelled life lessons and you will tick one of these every time you roll a six or below a, f- a fail Um, And what you're going to use these for is to change people's minds, motivations and points of view. So if you open up to somebody in either one of the other players or another character in the story in an attempt to change their mind about something. So that might be to try and make one of your fellow players change their motivation. Uh, Or it might be to persuade a former rival to become a friend. Or it might be to persuade somebody involved in the competition of something. Um, You will roll and you will add all of your built-up life lessons. And they will then all go away. So the, the more you failed, the more you're able to persuade people. Right. Nice. Uh, but you have to use all of the life lessons. You can't just say, I'm going to use one life lesson no. on this. When you, you use all. Yeah, when you persuade someone, you spend all the ones you have banked uh, and you add that many uh, to the role. And the reason that you might want to change other people's motivation is that, so you get plus one if the thing that you're trying to do is it according to your motivation. You also get plus one for every other player in the scene with you who shares your motivation. Mm. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, so the more of you that are kind of motivated by the same thing, working towards the same goal, the easier it is to achieve. So we, there's no help move in this one. Um, you can't roll to give someone a bonus on their, on their roll. Mm-hmm. But if your motivation is the same as theirs and you're both working towards the same thing, then you give them a bonus just by being there. Cool. And is that literally your motivation is the same, i.e. you're both on victory or both on joy? Yes. Right. There's also a box called support, and that is for other people in the game. So judges, producers, former rivals, 
help helpers, fellow artists, who you have persuaded to help you. And when you persuade somebody to help you, you get to tick one of those support boxes. You write down who they are on the line next to it. And at any point after that, when you roll, you can spend that support and say how that person or group helps you. And your roll goes up by like one degree. So it would go up from like a fail to a mixed success or a mixed success to a success. Cool. Cool. So they're pretty powerful then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth like trying to get people on your side. Great. Uh, but you gotta you gotta fail to do it because mm. you can't you can't try and do that unless you have life lessons to spend. Oh, I see. Right, so yeah. use life lessons to get people into your support box. Yes. Are they only in your support box, or is this a team support box? It's sort of you can sort of share them around. I I prefer the idea that it's kind of if you are the one that did the persuading, then you're the one that can call on them. Yeah. But we'll see how it works in cool. play. If it if it's starting to feel like you're never getting to use it, then we'll make it more fungible. Okay. Uh, and that, I think, is all we need to look at on rules recapping right now. So I think that's probably the quickest filling in of character sheets we've ever done on Merely Role Players. <laughs> Everybody cool on all of that? Any, any questions about how the rolling and rules stuff is going to work? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just ask you if we forget. Of course. Great. Ready to go. Let's win this thing. I'm so excited. She does hands. Listening to merely role players with Ellie, Nat, Ellen, and Strat as themselves, sort of, playing a game designed and run by Matt using the Powered by the Apocalypse engine. If you enjoy the program, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at merely roleplay and at facebook.com/slash merely roleplayers. Merely Role Players is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. Although Ellie and Ellen's going to get confusing, oh, isn't no. it? Lucky Helen isn't playing as well. <laughs> I thought that she was. <laughs> For some reason, I was like, are we not, are we starting without Helen? In my head, I was like, she's coming. Be like, there's three women in this room and we need more. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to do, we'll, at some point, we'll have to do an Ellie, Ellen and Helen episode. Mm -hmm. And maybe like a Chris, Chris and Chris episode as well. Oh no. (laughs) I mean, that would be actually great, but also, oh no. (laughs) Wasn't Kat also on, so we can have a Matt Stratton Kat as well. Yeah. (laughs) And Nat. And Nat, yes. Uh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. That would be the, the that would be really no don't make it happen. <laughs> Just the <laughs> editing. <laughs> Listeners, for you, we won't do this. <laughs> for your sanity.